Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Danny Vargas. Nani. And Danny Jang. Me. And if you're not familiar with what we do, we come to each and every week to podcasting services of your... Uh, from Animal Crossing Villages of our choice, and we have a fun time. We talk about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, uh, manga, everything in between that fits in any of that stuff. Uh, we try to have fun. We hope you have fun with us. This is episode 169, and uh, it's a it's a special episode. <laughs> Second only to episode 69. Um, yeah, if uh, th- if this is your first time joining us, it should be a fun one. We try to have some themes sometimes when we do episodes like this, so hopefully you enjoy. Um, if you have been with us, get, it's going to be more of the same, so strap in, have a good time. Enjoy our, our little Animal Crossing village right here. Uh, this week we're on my island. Um, this is one of the rooms I've created. Sorry, Vargas, for the for the seating situation. Um, but yeah, so that's that's with the introductions. Uh, guys, what have you been up to? Uh, not much, dude. I um been craving that you know amazing pizza quality, so I mm. made pizza at home. I made the Ooh. dough, uh, made the, the tomato sauce. Made I was going to say, uh, did you want to know? Uh, didn't make the pepperoni, though. I, I bought the pepperoni. Um, really? <laughs> but yeah, I, I made some yesterday. Um, we have two different types of cheeses, and it was okay. And then once I bought mozzarella and made some today in the morning, uh, was a million times way better than the other Oh really? Yeah, it's huge, dude. The difference is huge. <laughs> when you try just the cheese on its own, you're like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's a, it's a pizza. And then you have the mozzarella, and you're like, no, this this is a fucking pizza. <laughs> and then you you understand that the other one just shit sucks, and you don't want to eat it. But uh, so we made a, like a few pizzas. I still got some dough left, so I'll probably make some more pizza tomorrow. Uh, like little small ones. They're not like giant ass pieces. They're like min- they're like uh, smaller than like the um, the the personalized pizza places. Like um, uh, oh, like the minis or the personal pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're like thin crusts is how we make them. And then um, <clears throat> I've been playing. I've been playing World of Warcraft pretty much the classic. Uh, the economy, dude, is so different than what I remember. I'm like grabbing stuff that you usually have to farm to like level up certain. Um, f- uh, professions like cooking or, or something like that, and it it sells for near nothing, dude. So I'm just like wasting bag space saving these items, and then uh, so that gets frustrating because I'll because you don't know the the price of something, and I'm trying to like get a, get a bunch of gold so you can like buy a mount, and I need I think um, like sixteen or twenty gold for learning how to ride a mount, and then I need. 70 gold to actually buy the mount. And, oh, dang. And that's a lot. Like, I mean, playing the game, you probably get, like, two gold or something like that, like, um, as you level up. You can eBay for gold, right? Yeah, and then get, you know, banned. So how, how much we oh, for us? Um, I don't know what the pricing is. I think I got one, like, over a week ago. I got, like, you get, like, those, like, personalized messages saying, like, hey, buy gold at this website right now or whatever. But, mm. um, they can easily catch it. They have workarounds, like, they'll be, they'll, they'll say, like, put, like, this item up for sale for this much gold. But then, like, you'll be like, why, why is someone buying, like, this regular item for this much, you know? Damn. So. Sneaky, sneaky. 
Snicker, snicker. Have you played or watched anything else? Um, watched anything else? Hmm. No. I mean, I've been. I've watched some anime, some new um, ones that are coming out. I don't remember the name of it though. Shoot. Oh, okay. Um, and then what else have I played? Dude, I haven't. I have not touched my console. I have not touched Final Fantasy VII, dude. Remake. Still at the same spot I was two weeks ago. What chapter were you on? Uh, eleven. It's the one where um I had to like it tells you once you go into the the Shinra building you can't like do anything and I'm like helping out all the residents and stuff. Uh, so I think it's chapter eleven. I want to say it's chapter eleven. I don't know, and it goes all the way up to like chapter eighteen, I think. Yeah, there's eight, one of my friends told me eighteen chapters. Yeah. In total. So. Okay. I'm like halfway, I guess, a little more than halfway. Okay. But I haven't touched it in like two weeks, and I've been mm. telling myself I'm gonna catch up to. The only problem is like I play the game like as I play it, I want to do everything I can in that one playthrough, so yeah. I don't I don't just like you know go through it and like so it's like a process for me, it's, and it's tedious too. So. You're very almost, thorough. Yeah, and it takes a lot of like mental capacity for me to actually want to play it and do it that way. You know who yeah. play it? Who'd play Walt it? Vargas. Mm. <laughs> apparently, Wild Vargas would be anything. He's perfect, apparently. So. Can you do a summon of Wild Vargas? No, it doesn't work that way. It's, it involves alcohol. I mean, you can, <laughs> I think there is some in the game. You go to one of those vending machines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, other than that, no, it's just been that um, uh, work in general and then um, making pizza. Pizza has been the highlight of my week. So. Nice. <laughs> Jang, what have you been up to? A lot of Valorant. Yeah? I think I'm getting sick and tired of it. <laughs> Why? What, what's Is it like just that you're playing it so much? Or the, the game it isn't engaging you the same way it was? Or... It's, it's pretty much Counter-Strike. And I'm sick and tired of Counter-Strike. Okay. Um, Are you, do you think... I have a question for you. Do you think the game would have um some more interest for you if if you tr if you were if there was any a class that interested you besides the one you've you've been doing uh i don't know man i honestly okay. don't know like like i don't know my i think my taste in games has changed it was cool for a minute but i don't know i think i'm more of a, a masochist and soulsborne and all that i see there is a new like i saw a kotaku thing of like a new soulsborne game did you see that I saw the article, but I haven't. I haven't read it, but I just like I tried looking at some of the gameplay. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Um, it looked like very demon Diablo esque kind of like imagery. Um, some... I know oh, there was okay. a Dark Souls game with the. I know there guns, was, but it didn't it didn't get good reviews. I mm. forgot what it was called. They did some. There are modders that have made Bloodborne run at 60 frames per second. I don't know if that. I saw that. Yeah piques your interest i've been playing animal crossing like so like the way i play animal crossing usually usually just to check if there's a special guest and spend like hit my rocks and that's about it okay because i need them gold ores and i'm waiting for turn up prices but it's hard it's rough dude stonks are rough dude mm -hmm. um the great the great stonk crash <laughs> finished two books really yeah, well, I mean, I was like Dang. more than halfway 
I was halfway with the first one and then finished the other one. And I'm like 30% done with the current one. I've been reading a shit ton. So I allocate about an hour to read after I'm done with like streaming. And mm. yeah, it was good. Uh, the book that I, the first book that I read was fucking good. Like I couldn't put it down. I really couldn't put it down. It's uh, it was called 30 Days with the Seal. And it was about, it okay. was about the, this entrepreneur and he um, had some Navy SEAL train him for 30 days. And it was very interesting, very funny. It kind of okay. changed my mindset, though. Like, I actually woke up at like six in the morning. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run, dude. And I ran. But then I did not keep it consistent. But I want to do like a running schedule um, because of that book. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I want to work out more. Like, Okay. Cool. You'd recommend would you recommend that book then? Hell yeah. Okay. Dude, it's like three bucks on uh, Kindle for right now. And okay. The Walking Dead complete series is 18 bucks. Humble bundle. Oh, damn. So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to pick that up. Physical, right? No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I'd buy new, it right away. New, like right now. New compendium. Get to the podcast and just go right there. <laughs> yeah, other than that, streaming, reading, and uh, I'm going to start working out i guess cool how was the I, I noticed for a few days you did some um silent streaming how was that experience <laughs> it's weird because uh, yeah no, so, I, I, so it, the week before that was, i was doing no cam and that was yeah. so cool like it was just very it's, i don't know it was very stressless you don't have to worry you can pick your nose and stuff i mean yeah <laughs> also like i could i talked a lot more without the camera and but then having no mic. Oh yeah, I bought a new mixer. Rest in peace. What happened? I think was you're not supposed to leave. No, you're not supposed to leave it on. And I would just leave it on, oh. and I'd go to sleep. I think it just overheated and it just died. Oh wow! You gave it like a thousand years of work in like a week. Yeah, but then I have a new mixer. And it's kind of weird. Uh -huh. I like it. I like the consolidation because the the one that that mixer the old one there's like a delay so like i can't really like what i hear in in my earphones there's a like a split second millisecond delay and it annoyed me a lot mm. this one's like instant so no lag nice except we got problems you know recording you know <laughs> well you had some issues earlier but you got them fixed pretty quick the like that weird robotic oh, sound yeah i just had to install drivers because i was looking online and it's like oh just install drivers and it fixed it i was like oh, oh shit. that's funny cool well, if you since you did the no cam and you tried i mean you you were forced to do the no mic for a little bit is there any other things you would you explore with streaming like oh, formats and no, maybe? no shirt probably <laughs> no i think i don't know i do no i kind of so i don't know if you guys watch sushi dragon i've seen you talk about them i kind of want to do some crazy like, <laughs> like I, I i made a crazy clip you know whenever we do a crazy game in valorant like yeah. what a game <laughs> dr disrespect i want to make more of those clips like i want to use a linity cat clip and like i don't know i just want to <laughs> i want to experiment like they literally nip slip dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah put my face on her nip, like, i don't know i don't i want to experiment um but so this new mixer, I can't use, you know how, how I have a voice changer? I can't use that voice changer with it. Or I had to oh, mess around with it. There's no um, plug in it? Oh, okay. 
So I'm probably just going to make some crazy clips. Okay. Instead of voice changing. I don't even uh, do voice changer any, anyway, so. Let's get it to work, dude. Just let In the beginning, I did, but now I don't, so. That's about it. No, not watching movies or TV shows, but I'm kind of interested in, in in the next Jordan Peele TV show that's coming out. That um, what was it called? Fuck. Uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, that's. But I, I think you know what? I'm gonna try to chip away at Watchmen because I feel like it's something I want to finish, and I'm gonna oh try my to chip God. away. Yes, please finish that. Yes. <laughs> I'm really curious what you th- what you think whenever you do finish. Yeah. So, but so you saw the first. How far did you get in it? Halfway. Um, okay. The last one I saw was okay. So I stopped right at the origin story of the glass-looking dude, Looking Glass. Okay. His origin story. I Got was it. Like half, I'm like halfway into that episode. Well, you know how the very like the first one episode or two, they show the police wearing like face masks. Yeah. There was a picture that Damian Lindelof, the the show runner of of Watchmen. Uh, posted where it was like a current like right now during this quarantine police department and they were all wearing that kind of like a mask to cover their face while they work and he was like i didn't think there would be a season two of this show so soon (laughs) dude we're we're pretty much living in a dystopian like a mild dystopian situation i have to be honest dude i have not gone out like i go to work and come back i have not gone to the store in this last like month of this whole mess Damn. So I went to go buy all the supplies for the pizza, yeah. and it was crazy, dude. Like, you're walking around, and you see, obviously, everyone just wearing the face mask. Yeah. And it, it feels surreal, dude. It's like, yeah, what it does. world are we living in right now? You know? <laughs> it's so weird. And, like, it's 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 hard on different levels, you know, economic, financially. Um, I think just mentally, health, too, men- that, Well, no. Yeah, yeah mentally, uh, every like, on, on all these levels. What I'm curious about, like when we go through like these crazy periods in time, like a lot of times there's a lot of um, work that gets inspired, like in the, in the, in the fiction mm-hmm. and in, in that, in the stories that get made, that get inspired off of that. Like, I'm really curious um, of like, yeah, it, like, like uh, the guy that made uh, parasite, he's done commentary and allegories for a bunch of stuff. Like this is going to be an inspiration for a lot of different endeavors, whether they're, you know yeah people in, people in, are cooking up stuff right now yeah for real. i did notice something though speaking on a past topic you know that Qu- quibby thing you were mentioning Marcus? oh yeah yeah so reno 911 is coming back and it's coming back on quibby oh my god <laughs> and i was like that's the show that's the show to, to, bring to... It back, dude. <laughs> they should have just all animal crossing content dude. just have every podcast that's hey. animal crossing in there we're we're doing it on a smaller scale, but um, Gary Witta, he's on kind of funny, and he's one of the the, the sc- screenplay writers for Rogue uh, Rogue One. Um, he has started an Animal Crossing talk show where he has his set. Yeah. That's someone crazy. just left quietly. Yeah. Nice. Quietly. <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh, we start we started it. You know yeah. Well, no, it's funny because he has like the one of the like the t- the upstairs of the downstairs where it's the larger room mm-hmm. he's got a guest chair where like people come in and he'll do like uh, so skype interviews yeah he'll have someone else like sitting next to a drum kit <laughs> being like his musical like guy that he talks to but it's like all the stuff we've had on our island That's like funny. in in this setup but like more more of it but better. 
but yeah, you know, we we started here first. Uh, for me, yeah, I've been uh, continuing with Animal Crossing. Um, mostly, it's just been I've been trying to focus on this flower thing, um, getting them all crossbred. I got a spreadsheet going. I've only like been getting I... uh, pink ones, so it's just white and red. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> Pink, pink of all kinds, or just ro like uh, roses? Well, just pink in general. Like, although I have two, I have um, wildflowers and roses. Oh no, no, and I have the ones that my island started with, which I don't know the name of it, but it's like um, it looks like a like a lion's mane. It like looks like all messed up. I don't know. I oh, I think that's the I, the windflower, maybe. I think that might be the one. Yeah. Windflower, yeah, probably or pansies. Um, yeah, I've been trying to like get a bunch crossbred. Um, when the Earth Day stuff happened, there they introduced shrubs, mm -hmm. and so on the first day, there's like twelve or thirteen different co colors and types of shrubs. Yeah. I now have all of them except for the tea olives. Oh. That's the only one I'm missing. So I'm, I'm, when next time he comes by, I'll probably try to work on that. But I've been trying to get all the other ones, um, and just trying to get certain people on and off my island. Uh, um. <laughs> I've kind of quarantined a few people on my island, so to speak. Who are you trying to get? I, I'm just trying to get rid of these people. Like, I got a player for a cranky hippo and, a, and, a, and the monkey I was fine with, but three different villagers have been pissed off at her, and I asked them why, and they're like, she spoils shows for me. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's unforgivable. Like, get off my island. She's so, got to go. <laughs> so first made fences around their homes now i've i've started doing moats so i just like save the fences and put moats around their their homes Damn. Um, i mean we're in we're in quarantine times unprecedented times so unprecedented times yeah i do have all the power ranger outfits now uh, as of today yeah you have um who which one was it the uh Triceratops in the fridge for some reason? Yeah, I got Triceratops in the fridge. I mean, <clears throat> I mentioned this before. This, yeah. is, this scares me, is that the costumes in Animal Crossing are so good. Dude, Halloween is oh my when, God. when the good costumes come out. So I'm fucking scared what the costumes are like in Halloween. Pretty much every day, I have to make sure I break even on my, on my uh, island funds because the amount I spend at the 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 Mabel store, Mabel and Mabel, I'm just like going through all the different color, color variations, buying everything. Are they are they cool with you now, or Mabel is? Yeah, like every day she they've been giving me a different like uh, custom decoration kit or whatever. So that's been like I think I got most, if not all, of those. So I'm and then I just learned I've been trying to figure out how to get portraits of different villagers. I didn't know how to do that. You just gotta be cool with them. Well, right. apparently, like you, you gotta go to Harv's island, and I, he's like, "Bring your villagers to my island, and um, I'll, I'll be like, hey, these these people came, and you can um, here's a you can buy a poster of them." And I was like, "How do I get them to come to my island?" And I guess when you go to like one of his rooms to take photos, when you're putting up props and stuff. There's another tab of like picking villagers to just drop into that room, and as long as I pick everyone, then they'll he'll offer all of them as portraits that I can get for Nook Miles. 
So you know what? You know what's weird is when I was doing, letting people in my island when I had high turnip prices. Someone yeah. gave me Isabel's poster. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh dang! I just kept it. I was like, "Yeah, hey, fine." Uh, yeah, I don't know how to do like people that work on the island. That's pretty cool. Um. So yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing a lot. Um. I watched one show in in its entirety, or the last season of it that I've been wanting to, which is Mr. Robot. And that show is phenomenal. Like that last season was, I was so invested in, and it was very good. Like the topics it tackles and like the the storytelling was really, really cool and intense. Um, the cast was great. Like Christian Slater was phenomenal, and, and the the main actor and a bunch of other actors were really great. Uh, I, I would really recommend that show. Um. And then I finally got around to starting, and I'm now, like, I should, later tonight, I should be able to finish Better Call Saul. Hmm. Um, this, this, this season's really good. Um, I think they're, they're due for one more after this season, from what I, I understand. I saw a major spoiler, and I just never wanted to see the show ever again. Was it for a prior season? Yeah, I think it was season two. A main character dies, and, like, a uh, character. I don't think. Is it a character related to someone? Yes. They didn't. <laughs> Family. Are you they sure? didn't. Yeah, they didn't. What? Yeah, it was. Wow. It, it was a. It was a good cliffhanger, but like if that. But the, what's great is the story that you're referring to of the the character. Um, it gets way better. Like it just it builds to a point, and there's a there's a lot of things that. Happen. I don't know. Just the Vince Gilligan and the and the people he worked with yeah. for for that show are like I I will love so, what they do. They just like there's a there's a pacing and an attention to detail. I haven't watched it. Like I'm not caught up. I feel like the final conflict is Kim versus Saul. Like Walter versus Hank. That's the mm. final conflict. I could I could see that. I think, but the thing is, it's it's got an interesting like they're doing stuff with Saul. That we don't we haven't seen before, and and part of that is Kim and other people involved with with Saul in his in his early life, but then they bring in characters like Gustavo and Hector Salamanca, and some people around and, and Mike uh, show up in the show, and even though you know they're in Breaking Bad, the things they go through or that you're not sure if they're gonna go through, like it's it kind of like provides a lot of context for like wh what kind of person they are and why they're they're in that part in their lives um in breaking bad and it's like it's really cool to see the way he does it it's not it doesn't feel like oh here's just an origin story it's like more like they didn't just go through one hardship in breaking bad or, or a couple of hardships in breaking bad they went through other shit before that too it's interesting but i'm uh, yeah i'm like on the last two episodes so it's really good and then i've been putting in time on final fantasy to be honest i was like on chapter seven last i played when we talked about the the game and then now i'm on chapter 14 okay i think that's where you have argus because i've been checking trophies to compare with you mm -hmm. And in terms of the story ones, you and I are at the same like. Okay, then it might be fourteen. I I all I know is um, I I'm at the point where you you the, can fight the Thornberry. I'm not there yet, then. So I'm. It might be the chapter I'm on now, but. Yeah. So there's uh, I, I guess uh, the reason I say that is because it's 
that Thornberry is close to Aerith's house, but I'm at the point where I can do everything in that town where Aerith is from. Uh, I can do all the all the side quests essentially, and it tells me that, or like before this chapter started, it told me like, hey, if you move on, you can't come back to this chapter anymore essentially. Oh, and I see. Do I see. these side quests anymore? So do all the side quests before you move on. Okay. And one of the side quests is to fight the Thornberry. It's not called that, but you fight a fucking Thornberry and he one-shots every fucking team member you have. <laughs> yeah, some of the boss fights like I've gone through, there's this one where it's a fucking house. Not, but... <laughs> that house fight was the hardest fight in the whole game for Dude, me. Dude, so if you're going to platinum it, you have to fight the, that house a couple more times. Specifically I'm not going to platinum this. I'm and not. people... They don't say much about the house until you fight it on the hardest difficulty. They say it's the it's the most difficult fight in the whole game. Called the house. I went through like twenty Phoenix Downs, <laughs> and like every time I would use one, like every other time I would use one, it would just KO that person again. I was um, I just and... stuck, so I gave what I the way I played it is I gave uh, Cloud uh, an amulet that allows him when I'm not in control of him. He takes significantly less damage. Uh, um, so I gave him that, and then I played as Aerith, because Aerith, her attacks... Support. Well, her her regular attacks did more damage because it was, like, magic-based, and I guess the staff did, like, ice damage. Oh, and yeah, yeah. So it would do more damage yeah, to the yeah, house. And I could literally just, like, when it's attacking her, he, she could just run. And then it never hits her. And then he, like, once he goes back into, like, a weird mode where it just does, like, random things, I can keep yeah. attacking him. And I just, I did that over and over and over. It just took forever, but I, I yeah. Cloud probably got downed once because he got eaten by the whole fucking house. I hate that fucking house. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say was that the combat I've been enjoying, like, I've been figuring it out more and more and learning what I want to set for certain things. Yeah. Um, Jang, the the screen's kind of going out. Um, the the dialogue is so, so, man. Like I know anime can get corny, but like I feel like anime is better than the dialogue in this game. Oh shit! Like it, like some of the times it just sounds like like it's just random sh things. Like someone's dying, and like Cod's like, "Don't forget to invite me over." <laughs> like, like, like the tone he says it in, how it just all are, seems so weird. And is this like during like little cinematic things? Or are you talking about like the general, like when you're playing the game? No, the cinematic clips, okay. like they just seem so off. Like I'm even, I'm trying to be like, okay, this is anime style. Like they're doing like the the grit and like they're gonna reinforce and like tell each other all these things and the you know, like warming someone up. But I'm like, there's so many better like the an animes I've seen have such better dialogue than this and i'm like i'm not here for that <laughs> so um but yeah the combat's good and it's been fun so far so we'll see um <laughs> i i'm i'm gonna see what it the, like the final product is like soon hopefully <laughs> uh let's you guys want to get in topics yeah let's do it Okay, Vargas, you want to start us? Yeah, dude. So this is obviously episode 169, and as you can see by the, the title of this episode, I'm sure you'll see that what it is. So uh, my topic is just in general dating inside video games, like the, the protagonist dating like NPC characters. Do you guys, what do you guys think about this? Is this like a benefit, or could there be a benefit to the game storyline, or does it even matter? Do you guys think it's just like a thing that should just, it's okay to be on there, but doesn't really matter, shouldn't even be in the game or something? What are your guys' thoughts on dating in video games? 
You want to get some started if you want. Chang, do you want to go? Hmm. I can only think of because I never played Mass Effect. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to. F there's only there's not a lot of games that there's. What? I mean, there's games dedicated to dating, which I've <laughs> yeah. played. Uh, uh -huh. Colonel Sanders and. And uh, your suit, Larry. Yeah. Had a full boyfriend or whatever the fuck that one's called. I mean, the only thing game that I could think of is um, Final Fantasy VII, but it just it feels it's a weird. It's like pre-scripted. Like it's hard well, to explain. It's, it's an Have old... you played Persona games? No. Okay. Well, what about I... Fire Emblem? A little bit, but I didn't get too far. Okay. Okay. Well, with, with Final Fantasy VII, let's go that route. I mean, it, it is a much older game, so it's it it's it is gonna feel like every option you do is a scripted option. You know, it's, they have like a scripted format to the answer of what you chose. Um, it's not gonna be fluid like it is nowadays. But do you feel like it it did it do anything to the game? Was do you think it was just like a fun add-on, or do you think that, like there might have been some story significance to the Final Fantasy VII dating? I think there were cool moments, but it wasn't due to the dating aspects of it is yeah. more due to the storyline plots like the i don't know if you guys gotten to that part where cloud has they go into a brothel and mm -hmm. they have to dress cloud like i think yep. that's a really cool part but it's not part of the dating aspect i guess there are some moments where you have to answer questions but... well i mean ultimately all that leads to who you're gonna date in the original final fantasy but do you feel like in general, like when you get to that dating scene, do you think it's significant to the story? Or do you think it was just like a fun little add-on that they had on there for for the like think... the person that's playing to get like a nice reward? It's a little significant, I think. I mean, I'm trying to remember because I know it, it's an amusement park. But I think it's a good story plot, but I don't know. It just feels tacked on. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I feel like if it's not the main point where it's like this is a dating sim game um it's more of like a side venture of like oh here's some cool like fan like mass effect is a prime culprit of that or uh the witcher is another aspect has that um and other games like fire emblem and persona i think i don't know about fire uh, persona so much but fire emblem it's sort of not the main goal but like it it's an underlying tone throughout the, but the is game. But there, is there a benefit? Like, if you were to date someone you're using, does it give you, like, a boost morale? or? or... In Fire Emblem, yeah. In Fire Emblem, in the latest one, um, it was really interesting how... I mean, if you went for a leader, that's that's got to clear, like, you how aligned you are with that leader. But, like, the more affection, like, you get your relationship with that, a specific character to a level, to certain levels, and you and that character will benefit in combat mm -hmm. for instance uh, but in other games i just feel like it serves like fantasies people have like <laughs> mass effect or um a lot of the like but rpg have you, games like have you ever played like dating simulators i've played like uh the what's it called daddy dating sim because i was i thought it'd be funny and like it seemed like really cl clever and interesting yeah um and it's just it's very d just text bit heavy i thought there'd be like mini games and some fun stuff or it's some just... new new ground <laughs> yeah or new but like i thought there was more than just like picking text options and that like that's the part where i feel like games that are based around relationships are only just now finally like starting to become more involved than 
choosing dialogue trees I with heard, NPCs. I heard Spider-Man's um, relationship, how they portray it, is actually really good. Oh, okay. Which the, uh, in uh, Marvel Spider-Man, the game, the one that was yeah. on we got. Okay. Marvel Spider-Man. I heard it, they do it really well, but it's I, not a not a dating thing. It's just they're portraying the relationship. Okay. I mean, the game that I think portrays like dating and well, maybe not dating specifically, but like the, the relationship growing. One of my favorite is Nathan Drake, um, and and his and his wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Uncharted like four was the one where I really was like, "This is mature." <laughs> when she's telling him the story, and he's like, <laughs> "Nodding." Well, what's, what's my article about? And he's like, uh... "But it's not even like you you you're not even trying to be like, oh, I'm trying to get like my character late or anything. It's more like you have a bond with this other person, and and they have a relationship, and you know they they have trust, and yeah. um, and they just they're they're sharing their lives together. It's like it felt mature and. It felt I mean, real. That game does a really good job, but it's also like it, it's a single player. Like you're not playing an active role in that. Yeah, you're not playing I, active role. Like the the dating happens regardless of what you ever do. All you're doing is doing the actual right gameplay moments of it. I I think my my game had an error with the <laughs> the communication. Yeah, it didn't let me go through. Part of a good dating sim is good communication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was just trying to point out like relationships that yeah. I've seen in games where that's portrayed. But yeah, a lot of times dating sims like or games like that, you're just like, I'm. The goal is to get someone late. So like, I, I know Jang has played San Andreas. Have you played San Andreas, uh, Karosh? No, I haven't. Okay, so there, there's dating aspect in San Andreas. Um, it, it's not even like there's a point where like you get to it and the game tells you like, hey, this heart icon is where your girlfriend's at. Like, make sure to, like, take her out on dates. And then you can literally just ignore that aspect of the re- for the rest of the game. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just, like, I, for that for me, that's definitely fan service. Because, like, it, there's no benefit to the game. Like, I don't even know if there's an achievement for doing anything with that. Um, mm. it, it's just, it just tells you, like, hey, this is where it's at. And if you don't talk to her long enough, it she literally just dumps you and then and you move on with the rest of your life. Um, but then we have, uh, what is it? Well, we have the Witcher. The Witcher, like, if you do, obviously, if you play it the way you're, um, you're intending to get these outcomes, there, there's ways for you to date multiple women, and on top of that, there's ways for you to get with multiple women that aren't even part of the. But story. like again, the 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 goal of those like those datings isn't to like form a relationship or bind. It's like to get that character laid yeah, with yeah. this. Guy. It's like, like the Witcher. Definitely, start... that's that's what that is. <laughs> Same thing with uh with um. So do you guys think, like, does it matter? Do you think, like, it, that's a nice sprinkle on the game? Or do you guys think, like, that should not that should be something that should either be worked on more to, like, have a more significance in the game? Or, it, it, it like, it shouldn't even be in the game? I guess is my, my question. I'm, I'm trying to see whether you I guys th- approve it. Or, or, or no, I, I think if it's, if it's, uh, if the options are available, I think a lot of games now have made it where it's like, oh, uh, Commander Shepard could get with Garrus or uh, Miranda. Right. Like, you can play it like it's not like, oh, you're a guy character, you can only get with a girl character, or you're you're only a girl, you can only do X Y. Like, removing those constraints, I think, makes for a lot like for all types of people to be able to uh, enjoy in that versus just like how it's been in the past where it's just like a guy fantasy sort of thing. Right. Right. Um, I I I think that would is a good. But I, I would love if more types of games mm-hmm. 
played with more types of uh, mechanics of what a relationship means in their game. Like yeah, opening it up. For, like if if you do, if the, you're you're incentivized to form a relationship with a character because your character will grow as a result of it, or like some I don't know stuff like that. I think or you unlock certain um, paths mm-hmm. for for characters that could open up like job classes or abilities or synergies or something like i think persona might do it a little bit and like i said fire emblem does it a little bit but like i I like if a first imagine a first person shooter having something like that like i don't know how that would work but like imagine if if two characters had a relationship they there was some sort of benefit for that or Mm -hmm. um i don't know like I don't know how it would be incorporated in some of these other genre games, but it'd be cool. Yeah, Matt Madden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like. I think the, I think the games are fine to have these dating aspects. I do like it. I would like them to like. I mean, in the future, obviously, because some games are much older and like the the concept wasn't there, or like yeah. the ability to even execute it that way wasn't there, but. Yeah, to keep it open the way Mass Effect did, where, like, there's multiple options. It's not just, like, a straightforward, you know, male-female type relationship. Uh, And on top of that, I think it should always... I think it should have, like, a fun little, uh, like, not an incentive, but a benefit to going this route. You know, like, hey, I'm with this one person now, so you get, like, a a specific ability or, or, like, you know, like a specific benefit to uh, having gone that route. And now you're, you're able to, like... I don't know, have, like, a, I don't know, items or abilities or something like that, and it just, like, it adds to the game, you know, like a, like a sprinkle on top. Yeah. It's definitely something to be explored, I think. Yeah. I think you bring up a point. I'm opening up my gate again, by the way. I think it did a hard reset or something. Uh, uh, Dodo or no Dodo this time? No, no, no Dodo. Okay. I think the Dodo code messes everything up. Probably. Um... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you have any any final things? No. Um. I don't want to like kind of like dab into your area, but is there any like I guess we can all kind of end it with a one game that you think uh, uh, would either benefit from having this or one game that you enjoyed that you played that had this, uh, like a dating aspect. Fire Emblem. Okay. Three Houses for me. I think that one did the, the most interesting because like for that one, not only was like. I mean, some people it was the end goal of like getting married with a character, mm-hmm. um, whoever that may be. But I think the things in order to get to that point, you have to learn. A, you you go through a lot of um, explanations, and you learn a lot about those characters. And there's some like Game of Thrones level storytelling with like tragedies and stuff about what how, how these characters um, got to the point they have in the game and and what they go through. Yeah, and then like as you're going through the missions there and like your relationship with them is stronger, they start like forming a bond with you. That's a little bit deeper than how some of the other um, people in your have, like they have like this, like um, trust in your character. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of cool. Okay. Okay. Mine, mine would be the the Witcher just because like, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's uh there's more to the dating as in there's, you know, sexual content. So that's cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Nice, nice. Jank, do you have one? Probably Final Fantasy VII. That's the only example I could think of, but I wish it was more like... I hope this new one does it better. Like, 
I don't yeah, know how I, it I have works. a question for you guys. On on seven, did you get to pick? Do you do you ha- are you stuck with Aerith? Like, is that for sure what what your character goes with? No, you can go to you go on a date with Barrett. I don't know if you can go on with everyone, but well, I know Barrett. What do you mean uh, stuck Tifa, with Aerith? Are you talking about like in, the, the, in specific? I'm talking. Lo- no, no, no. In in the original game, like I th- the whole thing I kept thinking was like, isn't uh, Cloud and Aerith in love with each other? Yeah, but you can go on a date with. I think I don't know if it's everyone, but Barrett and Tifa and Aerith. Those are, I know those are for sure. You can go on a date. With. Okay. I, I don't know about the other. So you, you should be good now. Um. So yeah, with Final Fantasy Seven, um, you're able to get with anyone. So the obviously the game shows that the like um Cloud and Tifa had some sort of thing going on before. History. Yeah, some history. Um, but obviously the game also shows that like that is kind of, it's kind of gone. Like whatever they had is kind of gone. Like they're, they're two different people who kind of don't know each other anymore. They've both changed a lot. Um, so the game leaves it open in that sense, even in the, in the original. And when you okay. get to the point where you can start dating, you can, depending on your options, um, you can go with, uh, either one of the two or the, actually there's a third person as well who I'm not going to name. And then if you chose the correct options, there's even a fourth option, which would be Barrett. You can also go with Barrett as a dating option. Okay. I just, the whole time I thought, like, it was Cloud and Aerith. Like, you, don't, you don't know, like, what happens in the story, right? I know something specifically with her. With who? With Aerith. Oh, okay. No, no. But there's, there's like, a big reveal. Okay. I think the original didn't do a good job, but... I feel like I have faith that the new one would. Oh, it's gonna rock your mind. Dude. Okay, cool. They have some like when I was talking about the dialogue in that, there was some random cutscene that I just saw that like there was literally no context for. What's and the, ma- can you describe it? Yeah, I mean, you guys, it's probably more makes more sense to someone, yeah. both of you guys, but so like they're showing the plate falling, mm-hmm. and like they're escaping through a zip line and stuff, and. All of a sudden, it cuts to this little cat with a cape that I've never seen in the uh, game yeah. at all. And, like, I'm supposed to, like, he's, like, yeah, and he, like, pounds the <laughs> ground into the cell. I'm, like, what the, f- like, what? What did uh, the cat, cat look like? Well, it, it was, it's, it was, it's, it it's exactly like... who you know it is, uh, Jang. It, so the guy's, okay. the, the cat is Cat Sith. Um, okay, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of the way these right, the cutscenes are put together, me, it's just so weird. Even for me, like, it shows, like, obviously a description of a, of a sector, and then it yeah. shows this character, like, getting angry about it. But, yeah, there's no, like, even for me, I was like, why the fuck is he here? Like, he doesn't come out until well late, way later. Okay. But, okay, I'm curious how, how this game is going to be then. Oh, Someone yeah, quietly right. left. Kicked out again. <laughs> God damn it. That's fine. It's fun. <laughs> you know, got to in and out. Episode one sixty nine. Um. All right. Do you guys want to do my topic then? Yeah, let's do it. It's similar to yours, Marcus. So it's more like, uh, what games have you played that you've enjoyed that you feel had there was a lot of like sexually charged energy in? Okay. Um. I th- I'm thinking about this largely because Final Fantasy VII remake. There's just like, what's her name? Jesse is like super into your character and like always like she keeps like joke playing like oh you know no boys over but then like you can come over and then you're in a brothel there's all this hinting my character so when there's a massage parlor that you go to oh my and, god and i got the most expensive massage 
and I was curious what it would do. And the, the character literally gives gives Cloud like a, <laughs> like but I mean that I mean it in like a literal way. Like he, she's massaging his hand, but like he, it's all this suggestive like dialogue. And yeah, it's like an anime where you're like, oh, this is fan service. All this. <laughs> Um, but I was just like, it's not even like talking about it. It's just like showing all this like subtext. I don't know. I was just curious. What are some games that come to mind for you guys? And we can go from there. Uh, if Jing, if you want to go first, maybe. Well, eight years ago today, I played a game uh, uh-huh. by Suda Fifty One to recharge your <laughs> very suggestive <laughs> motions. Your lightsaber. Yeah, he has a uh, one arm's bigger than the other. No more heroes. Oh. Okay. Was that like was it's it's uh wrong there's a lot munchiness. of So yeah, there's a lot of suggestive things because I remember there's there's like a girl that you're interested uh-huh. in and she like kisses your like beam <laughs> and then it like it like like the beam comes up. So it's <laughs> it's unsheathed and then like when she kisses it, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's what? Was that suggestiveness and raunchiness part of the appeal of the game for you? Not really. Oh, okay. I cool. played the game because it's lightsabers, and there wasn't really any games with lightsabers. I mean, there was like Jedi Outcast, and mm-hmm. but to be specifically, there wasn't really good games with lightsabers, and that's what appealed to me. Lights. Was the lightsaber getting bigger? Got it. <laughs> How about you, Vargas? For me, uh, I mean, it's the one I just talked about, but, like, I I would say it has to be, like, The Witcher. Like, they're, across the board, it has, like, standard dating, but also, like, it's, it goes a step above that, and there's, like, sexual content involved with the dating as well. You can Mm -hmm. hook up with these people. There's, I know for two, there's the, like, a a specific uh, mage person. There is uh, Trist, I think, is the other one who, like, I think is, like, an alchemist. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, you get, um... There's brothels you can go to, so it doesn't even have to be a specific woman that you're dating, essentially. So um, that one had, that one did like, <clears throat> not not that it did. I mean, the the previous games did it as well, like where you could just date someone. But um, it, it's funny, like how it has it so open like that, you know. And I mm-hmm. think, um, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing uh, Cyberpunk just because of like the whole aesthetic, the dystopian thing. But uh, you know, it's gonna more than likely have very similar to, uh, similar things as as the uh, the Witcher, so I'm looking forward to playing Cyberpunk. Okay, I think one of, one of the games that comes to mind to me for is, is Mass Effect, just because that was one of the first times where like I remember in in Night City Republic there was like a lot of dialogue. That was one of the first games I had where there was dialogue choices, and I had I could choose different outcomes. But then Mass Effect was the Bioware game where it was like you could advance further in a romantic way with a character and that became like a active like sub side quest for you of like oh i want to make sure this character is always like staying in my party or like it kind of influenced how i played that game yeah um on missions and like who was in my party like i didn't want those characters sidelined for too long or anything because i was like i didn't know if that played a factor back mm-hmm. then like i was like i don't know what factors into those um like options or whatever but then like i look at other games and like i was thinking a lot of times it just seems like rpgs or jrpgs have that energy yeah just because they want to throw in like some sort of like subtext or you know for the for the fans that you know want the more mature stuff there's it's available if you know what you're doing you go to these sub 
like you get to if you push the dialogue trees for not far enough certain dialogue will open up where it's like they'll throw you a glance or ha 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 um but like a lot of jrpgs and like i don't know i think games from not from the west like western influence yeah and like there's i feel like it's 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 still very the like the this hyper level of in like stuff, and I mean, it's just maybe part of the culture of like you see Bayonetta, you see Final Fantasy VII, you see like all the fighting games from uh, that are not like American, like King of Fighters, Mai, like how she is dressed, like Cami, Ivy, all these different fighting games, and I'm like, it's just everywhere, and it's so weird to like, isn't there I don't a know, volleyball game? Oh, Dead or Alive. <laughs> Which yeah, is I mean also that's like a fighting game. <laughs> no, Dead or Alive is a fighting game, but then they made the offshoot oh, that was just my. blatant, like yeah. full blown, like just sit here and like. There's another ga- fighting game. I forgot what it's called, but it had boob physics, and you can control. The <laughs> like really, the, the bouncy missile. What? Damn. The heck? I mean, it sounds like it would be fucking Dead or Alive, the volleyball version. <laughs> yeah, but like. I don't know. I'm trying to like some of the games. I'm like, oh, it's just a part of it, and I've accepted. But other games, I'm like, like Mass Effect was one where it it played a part in like how I played that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Overwatch is one that I think of more. That's like I guess more American, but I think because of the the fandom and and where the fandom has gone, um, I think they're. I don't know. It's hard for me to not be. To believe that they're aware of a lot of like that uh, adult stuff that comes out of Overwatch. Well, um, I mean, I think they're aware of like the sexual content because they've added like a dating, like in the well, I just mean, like of the thing they've added like the characters have dated each other. Essentially. Well, no, that that part I like, like the fact that like they they have different types of characters you can identify with or yeah. you can you can um, align with or anything. I think that's great. I just mean in terms of like designing these characters to look a certain way and to dress a certain way, I feel like it goes. It's is. I don't know. To me, it seems intentional. It's it's like the internet rule, dude. It's rule thirty four, dude. Well, like, and I know the internet rule exists regardless <laughs> of what the content is, but like, there is significantly more of Overwatch than there is for Fallout or Skyrim, for instance. Yeah. And well, I think that goes into partly like the design of a lot of this stuff. Like you, if you look at like other mediums, like. Mrs. Incredible from uh, the uh, the Incredibles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the amount of like fan stuff that like <laughs> I th- think like on a sub level there's like these art I don't know it, I'm really curious what what goes on in like that design intent. Yeah, I mean it of... exists across the board. I, I think it's just yeah the 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 amount of content that there is for you know this internet rule is uh, equal to like the popularity of the content that they're creating. So like Skyrim. I think there is a lot out there, but it's it's because it was b- back when Skyrim was a popular thing. Now it's kind of died down. No one like there's so much Skyrim, like you know, like there's but, memes what, about it being like on every console. Like they're tired of it. I know, but I mean, like, okay, just in terms in talking about design, if you look back at even Street Fighter, which predates Skyrim by like countless years. <laughs> The design of those characters, while they didn't show up on the the gameplay, like the artwork and the comics and all that stuff, it was very like people were like, "Oh, look at <laughs> look at look at all these characters." Kenny Sunkit, Kenny Sunkit, Cammy or whatever. Yeah, 
or Ivy or you know Soul Calibur one and two. It's just, I don't know. It's just it's funny how baked in it is in a lot of the on all of the game history and like but like I'm looking at what I was talking about like Western versus Eastern influence on games. I look at some of like Red Dead Redemptions and the Naughty Dog games like Ellie and and I look at Nathan Drake and these types of characters and like. I don't know. I just see the games evolving in a in a in a way. I don't see the same like e- even though the the Final Fantasy franchise has come so far. Like I saw an introspective of saying like this is Final Fantasy one and this is like the remake of this one and how far the the look and everything has come up. Like some of the the dialogue and that other stuff just it's it's still very much the same. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like the cultures are different and they're in America is more sensitive to that stuff. Yeah. And like other cultures, European um, or Asian or anywhere else are just like, you know, whatever. Like we, we, we flaunt our sexuality the same way Americans flaunt their violence. <laughs> but like we have doom and like, I don't think other countries have violence on that level. Maybe. No, but... I think, I think the formula for a successful game is you got to have at least two sexy female characters in the game. Mm. That's, that's but like, this. <laughs> it's but like yeah i don't like i'm i i'm just i'm observing a lot of this and it's yeah. interesting um how much of a factor that can play into uh, the fandom for these games our enjoyment of them like would overwatch be as um popular as popular if it didn't have as attractive characters that's that's or... a really good question and i don't know how to answer that i mean same with like comic books if you look at all the superheroes they're all very attractive but like you look at the evolution of like captain marvel for instance she used to be like just just a top, top like very top heavy and and scantily clad and now she's wearing like the type her the way her costume has changed has changed with the times and she's i think still I don't know. I haven't read her comics as much, but she's still pretty popular. Yeah, the 90s were crazy era in comics. Yeah, you got your, like, Electras and all this other stuff, so. Yeah. Followed a similar trend of, like, what attire and stuff characters had. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I wanted to see what you guys thought about some of those games and types of game and you said yours was fire emblem a game that you uh well for for one that you were talking about for dating but mass effect was one where i felt like i was i feel like fire emblem follows that but mass effect was the one i thought about most because i felt like it carried from game to game yeah and And i I was like like extremely sexually charged (laughs) it was and like you think about it and it wasn't just the dating and like the flirting dialogue but it was also the angles like when you talk to Miranda her ass is like front and center on your camera <laughs> and it's like they're trying to make it very like and when you first um, meet her I think what in game two she like she there's obviously there's already been like well you would know from the first game but you have like yeah you're right it carries over I guess is what I'm yeah. saying <laughs> yeah you want everyone cared about their relationships with yeah. certain characters yeah and um it mattered so i like to me it was on a level of not just like the dialogue i would have with these characters but like i wanted certain people in my party because i liked them more or less like guy or girl like whatever um but like i wanted to form bond, those bonds stronger and i thought that played a part in it. so yeah i made my decisions of who of who was i who i was playing with as based on that and i don't know if that maybe that's why i enjoy playing like like essentially jrpgs um 
because there is always like i mean you're not building like a relationship like per se but you as a player kind of turn or you you look at certain characters you're like i, I really enjoy playing with this guy like the way he plays i want to keep that person for my party so you, hmm. you tend to make up your specific party that you keep and you like out level them compared to everyone else mm -hmm. um, generally i think that aspect is something i really enjoy is is like finding someone that like has a play style that I like and then keeping them with me the whole time. And I, and I kind of get frustrated when a game's like, Hey, this person is, um, incapacitated for a while. Like you can't <laughs> use them. And I'm like, fuck man. Like I just, I leveled them so much. So I can keep yeah. using them. <laughs> God damn yeah. it. And I, I think, um, I don't know how I keep bringing it back, but it's cause like, I, I know, or I, I am, I'm hoping that, um, this game has the same type of like mass effect, um, scalability and like options for like getting um not getting with people but like like having party members that like with specific mm -hmm. talents like that um yeah. is gonna be um cyberpunk or whatever so i'm just looking really forward i'm really looking forward to that game well curious how that'll be i think uh like y y when we talk about like characters we we play as or we want to uh, like have in our parties mm -hmm. fighting games make me think of like some people play with certain characters because they like how they look. Yeah. And other people, and I feel like um, when you're playing like an MMORPG, when you're creating your character, that's a similar thing. Other people, I think, can also be like, oh, I, I want to pick a character with. Like, I, I feel like I can relate. Like, I might like looking at Cammy or Chun Li, mm -hmm. but I might like being, I feel like I, I'm more like Zangi, for instance, mm -hmm. or something. And it's like, which one is more cat, like, plays a, a bigger part in like what's what's your decision making i guess for the character i don't know there's so many things yeah but yeah I, it just felt yeah it felt like an, a continuation uh exploration of like what you kind of brought up in your topic and i wanted to sexually charge it up a little bit more <laughs> so jang do you want to do your topic on e3 mm -hmm. <clears throat> so recently there's a streamer named Alenity. She had an accident and exposed a nipple. My topic is, what are your thoughts on um, nudity on stream? Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's. She got a one-day ban. Um, they're not. I mean, when it comes down to it, they're not consistent. Yeah. Like they'll ban people. I was reading up. I was reading up on it. She gave herself a three-day ban. <laughs> yeah. And then they, Twitch gave her an additional, like, 24 hours. And, like, I, I saw the clip. Like, she's trying to put a pillow under her shirt, and she lifted the shirt a little too high, and it showed. And she was like, oh, shit. Um, and then people started body shaming the nip. <laughs> yeah. Um, with, with, like, on stream, obviously, I, I, I think it's a big no-no because – the the thing is like you don't know who your audience is you know so you could be obviously be showing this off to people that are not of age yet um as for like the ban i i think it was very very lenient and obviously it should be like way more than that like a week or a month if anything i mean dr disrespect got banned for filming <laughs> his head on the and a kid walked how, and how long was his ban for i think it was 3 days no, it was long. No, it was longer. It was than really that. long because he went away it's for weak. a long time. It was, it was like a, a couple huge weeks. comeback. Yeah, it was a long wait for that one. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. I think just this further highlights Twitch's inconsistencies. Like, I mean, you know, it's favoritism. Like, if she's a very, she's a popular streamer, and they don't want her to go away, so they don't want to like treat her enough to where she's like, oh, let me go to Mixer instead. Then. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's favoritism for the for those popular guys. There's no. I don't know. I think it's just it's the Wild West because like I was looking at all the things that have happened that have caused bans and it's like when you put them all on a list it's freaky and scary. <laughs> like one of them was the public bathrooms where kids could be. Yeah. The the you know this one was another where it's like just nudity or sexual kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um there's racism and racial slurs that can people have said like in rage or in 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 hate speech hate mm-hmm. speech is another um there was a, a shooting where the, i was looking at this one it was it was under the csgo stream where terrorists were in i think germany or somewhere in europe and they they put up a live stream on twitch when they were for about like 40 minutes before it got taken down near mm-hmm. a synagogue yeah there's swatting and like that there was an there was someone who got like fake swatted or whatever, and the police showed up, and then that person got killed as a result. And like all, all these things have happened on Twitch, and like I don't know, just some of them are, are more like criminal, and other, but just like just the guidelines of like what is okay and what's not okay, and like it can be two days or it could be a week depending on what your popularity is. Yeah. Like you guys are saying, so. I mean, so, uh, what about what about video game? Like some GTA scenes are kind of, yeah. yeah. Like that's TOS. <laughs> if and, they're playing Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, but they're like fully clothed, why is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't that. Or like for instance, if you were like if you go to the art directory and they're drawing a super lewd artwork, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I it's not okay on Twitch. It's there's certain things. No, it's on. Okay it's like... on Twitch. Like I see them like drawing like, like one of the 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 people that I like is an artist I like. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of very provocative and sexual like crazy art. Yeah. Um. He streams it sometimes, and it's just him just doing the lines and colors and stuff on Photoshop, and it's just like, just massive everything. <laughs> and I'm like that. That's okay. But then like a girl bends over and like is wearing yoga pants or something. Or like I guess like cleavage is okay, but if it's like a bikini, it's not. Well, I, I mean, I think there's, uh, I think they've kind of like, how do you say it? They've um, elaborated more on their TOS. So if you're in in your house in a bikini, that's not okay. Like there's no reason for you to be in a bikini. But if you're uh, live streaming at a beach, then a bikini is fine because you're at the beach. Like there's no there's a context to it. Um, I believe they uh, said something like that in their TOS or whatever. But then, like, what if they used a green screen to put a beach in the background? Yeah, I, I think I think if someone were to do that, it becomes like a point of where you're you doing that might get you temporary banned, and then they have to elaborate even more. Like, hey, don't lie to us where you're at. You know, if you're really at the beach, you're okay. If you're not, don't do it, or else you'll get permanent banned or something like that. I don't know. I mean, it, it, things always change. People always find a workaround, and then they have to, like, re-elaborate how their TOS works or I, whatever. I, I just feel like there's a lot more um, restrictions on women 
um, guidelines than there are men. Like, I went to the fitness category, and there are plenty of guys that are sh shirtless. Yeah. Just working out and stuff. But, like, if a girl was, like, wearing a bikini top or a sports bra, that could be breaking. Like, if someone was, like, this is breaking TOS. Like, they, I've, they've had been, they've had reports of smaller streamers getting taken down because they've just been having a sports bra. Yeah. It's, like. I think that just, just shows you, like, men are more of a, you know, sexually charged. <laughs> and display it, you know, more often than. But I think it is a good question, too, of what you're saying, Jang, of, like, when games take it further than the, the, the streamer themselves. Like, okay, I don't know how, I don't know the guidelines for this, but what if it's just audio? Like, what if there's just moaning? Damn. Some people's alerts are moaning. Yeah. Which is crazy. Or, like, I mean, sometimes even those ASMR streams, that, like, that's a whole category in of itself. Like, sometimes you, sometimes sounds. eating a grapefruit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not ASMR. Don't do the ASMR like that. Yeah, I don't know. It always changes up. Obviously, like, um, there's, like, a social stigma where it's, like, if you see, like, a woman's, like, nipple, that's more TOS than a male. Like, they don't, people don't even care about a male nipple, you know? I mean, Amer I, I then think then it becomes a, a cultural thing because some cultures are, like, you know, Women don't like. I don't care if a woman wears a bra in, in like for maybe Europe, for yeah, instance. You, you got, like, just it up. And stuff. But like, but in America, people are like, "What's my kid watching?" I, I think there's just so much that, that like Twitch has left unres like. It's it's sort of like how YouTube was. Mm -hmm. Also, like they're gonna whatever boundary you put, people are gonna push it. Yeah, yeah. They will go over. They will step on the line. Go. But I I. To go back to what you were saying about eliminated, it's just like I feel like they're they have not shown any sign of um, being consistent in how they reprimand different like all the different streamers. It's like yeah. it de it depends more on like your status as a streamer than it does like what you did. They, that all depends on like who they're obviously going to give like the they're going to reprimand or whatever. But as opposed to when it comes to TOS, they I think they have to make obviously the like the consumer happy like that's who they're trying to like and if someone's complaining about one thing they have to change it up because there is recently too one of the things that they changed is valorant people were were um getting views by showing their old vods just 24 oh yeah yeah constantly and they recently said that's not okay and they're 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 stopping that you cannot do valorant vods right now um, right. Essentially. You can't. You can't stream. Yeah. The, there was a night I was watching um, CDN the third mm -hmm. doing Valorant, and then I guess Summit One G was playing a uh, Sea of Thieves, yeah. and people were sending CDN a clip of Summit One G ranting about how literally the top ten people are bots <laughs> just doing videos, and CDN is surrounded in the middle of it. He was like the fifth. Yeah. And on either side of him, and he's like, "You're holding the front lines, dude. Like, hang in there." <laughs> and like they were talking yeah they were talking about exactly what you're bringing up Marcus, of the whole like yeah but that, see, that... So what i'm saying is like if i didn't if i wasn't aware of valorant i would have never known this thing but it there's such there's such a loud voice when it comes to the people watching valorant like it got to the point where like even someone who plays world of warcraft specifically asmongold he made a comment too he made a whole youtube video about why he thinks twitch should ban the, the the vods because it's not fair like there's people putting in work they're physically in front of the computer yeah. playing valorant trying to get these views and then there's this guy who's just like hey watch my vod 24 7 like you'll get the drop 
you know, plus just like plus they're toxic. <sighs> yeah. So, so like they they make the change because they, there's a huge there's a huge vocal protest going on about it happening. So I think I I think it also depends on like what kind of community you want to mm -hmm. you want Twitch to garner. Like what kind of streamer like it's a chicken and egg thing is what I think we're kind of, we're going to. Yeah. And I think part of it is what what is Twitch's vision like the 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 as a basis for streaming like what do they want out of streamers do they want to encourage that kind of behavior or do they want to discourage and i think they they have to do a little bit more and so they, they've they've seemed to be leaning more towards reactive and i think there should be just a, a slight shift more into the proactive yeah i mean but the problem is it seems like that's for the most part they're almost a, a, always a reactive thing because well it's just a simple thing of like what what is okay with vulgarity like it they're they're inconsistent what is okay with like uh nudity or or, or it's yeah just like, I, like I think... those th those things like i feel like they need to run through like so many different test cases and they have the resources but like, they're backed a, by amazon as a business like let's say let, let me give you two scenarios let's say like you're obviously playing valorant and some your teammate says that uh, a bad word that is going to get you banned and then you're, and then there's another streamer who the streamer himself is saying the bad words. Do you do you give both the same amount of? of... I don't know what the punishment is, but I think they they could address, like to not know that that could happen. Yeah. From Twitch, I don't, I think is a simple like how could they not uh, uh, think of that? Like what I'm saying is to think of all the the big scenarios and not even going into the niche scenarios mm -hmm. to think about those common scenarios like what you're saying you're playing a game and you're not the one breaking tos you someone in your yeah. chat or someone in your um your voice is uh in your group voice discussion yeah. or whatever yeah. mm -hmm. um that seems like an obvious thing that they can address to me so they would say like this would be less, but the thing is like. But like the 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 leniency is where it starts going into like oh well disrespected it and it's okay, but this guy did it and it's not okay. And then you, like you, we're talking about top people. I think another thing to talk about is like people that feel like oh I got no viewers, I can do whatever I want. And like what does that encourage? <laughs> <then? bosses>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like imagine like someone like a kid. Who's starting up a stream? He's like, yeah. I got, I'm, I got no one watching me. I can do whatever the hell I want. And then they start getting a following, and they've gotten these behaviors, and they're like, okay, this yeah. is what, what I do. And like that, it just fosters that. Like I'm just yeah. saying, like, well, the thing is, like, th they're still held to the same guidelines. The only problem is there's no one reporting it, and once they get well, huge, they're they're held to the same guidelines, but they're not going to be as as they are going to be with disrespect. They don't, they don't get the same punishment. That's yeah. the problem. If they get caught, they just don't get the same punish. Yeah, well, yeah, the bigger streamers, but that's because the bigger streamers are making money for Twitch, as the kid, as the young kid, isn't making money for Twitch. So if he gets, I caught, don't think that's, that's what, what I'm saying is I don't think that's sending a good message. It's not. Yeah. It's not. But like ultimately, it's about the money. So that's just what it's going to mm -hmm. say like. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, YouTube, if if if, if enough mean, bad things keep happening, it's it's going to reach a tipping point. I mean, yeah. YouTube it it affected. A lot of fucking people, the Logan yeah. Paul shit and the PewDiePie shit. The PewDiePie that stuff, shit, yeah. It destroyed small time and middle middle uh, YouTubers' career. Mm -hmm. Like where they were making money, living off of it, and it just fucking devastated.